Good morning. This is Dee Dee Banks at the table. Today is June 20th, 2020, and it is about uh, 1030 on Mountain Standard Time. It's beautiful out. Uh, the weather is well. We're um, celebrating Juneteenth uh, this weekend, and it's been wonderful just listening to all the um, history, black history, that a lot of people were unaware of uh, during this time, and I'm so glad that so much is being taught to America about what uh, African Americans, what we have been through uh, over hundreds and hundreds of years. Amen. Well, I wanted to continue um, my uh, next episode, episode number two, talking about uh, narcissists and uh, the signs of dealing with a narcissist and how it's important to recognize uh, dealing with a narcissist due to um, our leader of this country being a uh, narcissist. Um, There's so many men and women who are in leadership positions who have this personality disorder that is very destructive. So, um, today I'm going to go and uh, read a question that was brought up to a lady named Hannah Bree, and she is a survivor of a narcissist, and she talks about a lot of what she went through and how it uh, destroyed her life, and and uh, but how she came came you know she was healed and delivered from it. So her question um, that the question that was brought to her was. What are the signs that you're dealing with a narc, uh, narcissistic person? So here is her answer to the question. It says, I'm going to write, I'm going to write this answer by turning the mirror on you. If you're dealing with a narcissist, here are the common signs you'll see within yourself. Number one, you feel devalued because of verbal and emotional abuse. Two, getting the silent treatment from them. Three, being verbally, emotionally, and physically abused. Four, your love, time, and support aren't consistently reciprocated, if at all. Five, you run out of money and no matter how much or how many times you make it happen, it's never good enough, especially when he is he or she is upset. All of a sudden, you're not S-H-I-T, you don't do anything, blah, 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 etc. Six, you find yourself wishing that you were out of the relationship more than being in it. Seven, you may try to make, no, they may try to make you think that you're forgetful or crazy, which is called gaslighting. Eight, you will see your boundaries disappear, your friends disappear, and you are isolated. Nine, things you used to do, you don't do anymore because you have lost yourself. Ten, you may be having weight issues, health issues, and other issues that you tend to only have when he or she is around. Number 11, you are not listened to. Things are never resolved and your feelings don't matter anymore. So those are 11 um, things that she has said um, to answer the questions of uh, someone who has asked her that question. So um, I want to now 
talk about um, another topic, um, and it's why do some people stay in long-term relationships with a narcissist? So why do people stay in long-term relationships with a narcissist? That's the question. Amber Allison, she has given answers to why um, that people do. So she says this. Here is the thing about narcissists. Once you see them and understand what they are doing, they abused the abuse that they are doing out you and you can't unsee it. This is especially true for covert narcs. The tricky thing, the part that I feel is so difficult to wrap an emotionally healthy mind around is that narcs look like everyone else they do. All narcs have been narcs since they were about eight years old. A narc in his or her 20s has been training themselves to assimilate with the rest of us for 20 years by that point. They are people, they grew up on the planet Earth, and they spend their time around others. They know how to assimilate. They have wants, needs, dreams, and goals, just like the rest of us. Some hate broccoli and others love foreign films. I think this makes it very difficult to understand how someone can be so cruel to others. You can't see them as they are, only as they want you to see them. I have spent the last four years studying psychology, human behavior, narcissism, as well as reading body language, and I did this just so that I could understand that I had been through what I had been through as well as trying to protect myself in the future. Knowledge is power, right? A lot of people think that narcissists, especially covert, only show themselves to their spouse slash partner while everyone else sees the mask in some cases that is 100% true but I don't think it's the only way that they work narcs are very skilled at figuring out how someone will supply them if you are in a narcs orbit be it a partner a child parent friend friend of a friend etc they suss you out to see the quality of your supply and how best to utilize it. Here's some examples that she has given. A best friend might be very supportive of every single move they make no matter how bad the move is. A mother make them feel like they should sit on a throne because they are the best and nobody compares to them. A spouse gives them something to brag about and get respect for while he or she takes care of the kids in their home so that they can relax and do whatever that they want to do. They might have an assistant or someone they turn to for sex that they can take their narc rage out on because they know that they will never tell anyone. Maybe they pay them. Maybe they compensate them in other ways. Everyone in a narc's orbit has a job to uphold. I am the scapegoat for my mother. She has a boyfriend, friends, and her other daughter. And while she is still manipulative manipulative to all of them, she always keeps her mask firmly in place with all of them. 
I am the one she lets off the steam with. I've come to the realization that all narcs aren't cult leaders, but all cult leaders are narcs. But in a way, thinking of how a cult is created and how the leader leads the cult is very similar to how a narc is with the people in their lives. They dangle a better life in front of you. They find your weaknesses and they test your loyalty to make sure that you are worthy. And then they slowly pick you apart piece by piece until you blindly follow them wherever they choose to go. It all depends on the narc and how they treat you personally. It can take decades for someone to get the space that they need in order to break through the fog and finally see what has happened to them and the abuse that they have suffered from the entire time. So that is that um, uh, from this particular woman who has uh, expressed um, her what she's experienced and, and um, examples of uh, what she has found out about um, narcissists. And it's really amazing how all this is being uncovered uh, more and more, at least in my sight. I don't know how many of you are familiar uh, with this personality, but it's something that needs to be talked about and it's something that needs to be exposed. It's not a man or a woman thing. It's not a color thing. It's not a race thing. It's not a class thing. It's a people thing. It's a spirit. It's a demonic spirit that jumps on people that and creates um, this type of environment and it's very cruel and it's very destructive. See, the devil has his his little army uh, out and about. Uh, so there's only one devil, but he has agents and his agents are sent out in every area of our lives from the white house to the to the black house to the to the brown house to to everywhere every our work our school everywhere these little agents are floating around and they're manipulating people and it's causing a huge problem in relationships and we all want to find love but we have to make sure that we are prepared to be in relationships and we have to examine ourselves to make sure that we don't have um, these personality disorders um, that are out there, um, the Jezebel spirit, the narcissist spirit, all these these spirits that are demonic and and it's that these spirits are keeping us from have, having love and harmony and peace in the world. God created us to love one another and we cannot love one another um, one wholeheartedly when you don't realize who you are and uh, your personality and how to give yourself to to someone. People in this world, they're, they're into being users and they come into our lives like sheep and they're really wolves and we have to have discernment uh, to know uh, what we're dealing with in our everyday lives and people that we come in contact with and see things for what they are and we have to embrace it and know it but we deal with them with a long handle spoon because we have to protect our hearts um, because once your heart is broken and you're devastated you're not the same and God can't use you you're not being yourself because you go into depression all these the sadness and you withdraw yourself 
um, from people. So, you know, we want to um, expose the devil and tell the truth about this thing. And uh, if we have these things, some of these characteristics, that we get help. Amen. So that's it for uh, this episode, number two. And uh, we will continue to talk about this um, in the next few episodes because I want to give you full, full exposure of what you may be dealing with in your everyday life. Amen. So let me pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. You are wonderful, Lord, and you're doing great things. You're bringing love to the world, exposing all the negative things that the devil has brought upon this land. But we can't do things without you, Father. So we ask that you come into our lives and come into our hearts and show us how to deal with the devil's tactics, um, the things that he's doing to try to destroy this world and this nation, Father. We love you, and we're going to keep praying that you save us from this pandemic. Keep us healthy, keep us well, keep us alert, keep us smart as we march on to fight for justice in this world. We're going to stomp out the devil and his hatred, racism, and things, uh, uh, white white um, privilege. And we're all privileged. We're all God's children. And we know that you love us, Father God, and we want the world to know that they should love one another just like you love us. In the name of Jesus, Lord, touch us and heal us. Keep us happy and safe. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you. Until we speak again, stay safe. Uh, the third episode, the question is going to be, um, the question is going to be, let's see, um, why won't a relationship with a narcissist ever work? This answer is going to be answered by the gentleman, by a gentleman named uh, Stephen Thomas, who was uh, in a abusive relationship. Uh, for three years and he goes into his opinion of why he thinks that a relationship with a narcissist will never work so family we're going to talk about that next okay on episode number three so until we speak again stay safe and be kind to others